This is Afroeconomics with J.B. Bryan. Afroeconomics is a strategic financial management program designed for the advancement of black wealth in America and abroad. Love and money, you, me, and money. How about that now? (laughs) A number one reason for breakups, money? I can't believe it, but that's what it says. There are so many relationship issues over moolah. Often money is the issue, but no one wants to talk about it. How about they say that you'll talk about sex before money? (laughs) That's amazing. Allow this podcast to be the icebreaker. Then I say, let's have some candlelight dinner, chill, and put me on in the background. (laughs) Let me be the icebreaker. And let's talk about some money and bring money into your love life. Let's think about some of the key ways to stop allowing money to destroy your relationship. So one, the first thing is, let's be honest from day one. Only spend the money that you can afford to spend. If you don't have it, then and they don't understand that you don't have it, then it's better to break up sooner than later because it's expensive if you break up later. If you end up marrying someone who thinks that you're rich and you're not, you need to really be honest up front, especially when you start the whole process. That and, and, and it really is important to, to just say, hey, this is the way I think that we should work it out because it's statistics show and I'm, I'm talking to the men now. Statistics show that many women are making as much money as you are. Now, women are making money. So when you start dating and you're carrying the entire load of the dating and the courtship process is on you and you can't afford it, then it's time to like, hey, man up. And tell her the truth that, hey, I need you to help me on this. Now, I do believe I'm still old country girl that I do believe that it should be that men should date and they should pay for a a lot of the dating process. But it doesn't have to be so expensive. And if she doesn't understand that, then you have the wrong woman, because I think that it really, truly is the thought that matters, that it should be just as if you're the type of guy who doesn't have a lot of money, but you are willing to go on a picnic and you are willing to make the food and take her on a picnic. And she says, well, no, I got to go to this expensive restaurant and that's what I require. Hey, then, you know, God made it easy for you. That's not the woman for you. So make sure that she has the same expectations from you, how she views having a financially healthy relationship, if that's true for her, or that if it's okay for her to go into debt and use credit cards and to build a relationship on you going into debt in order to impress her, that's not the one. If it's okay for her, for you to refinance your home in order to buy a wedding ring, then maybe that's not the woman for you. And maybe you you should not be even considering doing this. But these are the type of emails that I get. They say, I'm going to take my rental property and I'm going to refinance my rental property and I'm going to buy the the, the ring that she wants. Now, do you think I should? No explanation mark. No, that's crazy. Don't do it. But that's what she wants. Well, hey, you're going to have to deal with the consequences because she's always going to be giving you another hurdle and you can't afford her hurdles right now. And then another point, folks, is that people will indeed 
talk about sex before money. So remember that I said it at the beginning that if you're talking about sex and they're not willing to talk about money, then you have the wrong person also. So get a financial advisor. So you're, you're, you're really, if you're married or you're thinking about getting married, bring someone like me into your situation. How willing are they to, to run their credit and look at their financial position, talk to you about their financial goals to actually partner on that? I, I know one client that her and her husband were involved in their church and they did these a marriage counseling process and they made each couple bring in the, uh, each person before they could get married. They had to show each other their credit report. I think that's important because when you get together, you're acquiring things together. And you don't want to find out that they have tax liens or a tax liability or they owe child support and you're married to the person. <laughs> you need to know this at the beginning and be honest about your baggage as early as possible. Hopefully, now I'm not assuming that you have baggage because hopefully you don't. But if you do, make sure that you're honest about because if you marry, then and you're you're going to it's going to come up. It's going to come up. So and if you can't be honest with that person and they really can't love you for you, it's just like if I uh, were in a relationship and I tried to say that I don't work a lot. That that would be a lie. <laughs> that would be a monetary lie. If I don't work, I don't eat. And I only work on the days that I eat. So that means I work every day. <laughs> so I tell you, you got to be honest about it. If you're that type of person and you own your own business, then and they have to understand that they're basically having an affair with you because you're already married to your business. <laughs> they really are. So then create a financial harmony. So this is this is what I want you to take home. We're going to here's some key things to create financial harmony. One, um, what it's who is most interested in financial stuff? Who's the financial superstar? There's always one in the family. Hey, it'd be great to have two, but there's always one in the family. And typically they're not the one that's managing the finances. <laughs> <laughs> the financial superstar just stands back and talks about how bad you're doing. You have to be humble enough to say, here, here you go. You handle it. I'm going to, to allow you to work within your strengths because you're good at that. Be Do it. Allow your family to grow. Now, all of this is based on having honesty. This is having a strong relationship. And you're going to sit down and say, who is most interested in financial topics and financial issues. And we're going to be open and you're going to handle everything. And you're going to make, and in exchange for that, you're going to do something else, some other household chore. Okay. Now, individual accounts versus joint accounts. Now we're talking about financial harmony. Now we're, you're getting your relationship into financial harmony. So we want to say, should, should we have individual accounts or should we have joint accounts? Or can we have a joint account and also individual accounts where you really have to decide? I like to think that you're, you will have a joint account for the family bills and then you will have individual accounts also. But you know, it's, up for, it's up to you. But talk about it. There should be no secrets here. No secrets here. Develop a family risk tolerance score. Because you know, when I do risk tolerance you, um, for, for my clients that are investing, 
I get their risk score, but it's for an individual person. So I would say we take your score, their score, and then we do an average risk score for the family. And then when your family, if you have a joint investment account, then it's based on a joint risk tolerance. Too often, I I was just sitting with a client and she was telling me that her retirement account at work is is invested based on her husband's risk tolerance. <laughs> she said, I don't know. I don't even know what it's in. He, he, he did that. It's, it's going well. Well, you need to make sure you understand. And that's what I was explaining to her, what she's in and where it is in relation to her individual risk score. And that together, we need to look at what the family risk score is when we look at everything together. So also check out your beneficiary forms. Don't you love it? Beneficiary. Say it again. Beneficiary. <laughs> that, that can become a sticky point for your love life, but you need to be open about it because too many couples come to a point of an emergency and then they find out. I've been in a situation to see a woman who dated a man for 20 years. He died They had kids together and she was not the beneficiary. That's very scary. Look at the beneficiary forms and make a commitment to being open and honest. Open and honest. That's the key to a a lovely, lovely financial life. We're talking love and money. That's Afroeconomics and I'm J.B. Bryan. Hashtag Afroeconomics. Today's podcast was powered by J.B. Bryan Financial Group, a registered investment advisory firm and the home of Afroeconomics in Virginia, Maryland, Washington, D.C., and New York. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.